You guys get excited about uh, E3? Um, um, yeah. I just, what's there to see that they haven't, you know what I mean? What's there to see that they There's haven't? A lot of know? Xbox One games that we haven't seen. Yeah, I'll be I'll be psyched to see all those Xbox One games. Like they didn't peak with Blinks the Time Sweeper, right? Blast Core? No, fuck. Wait, Brute Force? Edit in where I said, pretend <laughs> I said, pretend I said Brute Force. Okay. I do want a new Blast Core game. It's doubtful. Although Rare did say they were going to be bringing some shit back. I Who hope knows? that they do Conkers because I think there's a... You guys know how like squirrels collect nuts? I still think there's a lot of humor left on, on that particular vine <laughs> to pick. You know yeah, they mean? didn't really touch on that too much in, in the first one. No. Um, there's totally. also a lot of like tail could mean like a like a yeah. reference to like a like a derogatory reference to like a woman that or like this, finds sexually attractive. There's like a pirate and he's talking about his booty. Yeah, sure. I mean that doesn't that's not inherently squirrel related, but I understand what you mean. No, but they'll do like a Pirates of the Caribbean reference because mm-hmm. he does or, all this and it funny would be movie. Like Pirates of the Caribbean. And he would, uh, he would use his P to like attack, attack monsters and stuff like that. Like the Kraken. I'm but available. It'd be like the ass Kraken. I am available on contract, rare. If you want to just pick me up for like a, a one month stipend, I can give you all of this and and more. Yeah. <laughs> this is just free for use. Is it the, public domain? This is free. Consider this my resume. A nuts. <laughs> Justin McElroy and I know the best thing of the week. My name is Griffin McElroy and I know the best thing of the week. My name is Christopher Thomas Plant and I know the thing this week. My name is Russ Rush and I know the best game of the week. One of those. Okay, this is the besties where we talk about the latest, greatest, and uh, saddest in video game news and reviews, features. And we just talk about it and try to come up with whatever is the best thing that week. It's an arbitrary competition show uh, where we all come out better friends at the beginning. Or, fuck, wait. We come out better friends at the end than we were at the beginning, even though that does not seem I think you actually uh, had it right possible. the first time. I think our friendship okay. is better at the beginning of the show than it is at the end. What were you saying about the competition being arbitrary? He is right, though, isn't he? It's like wheel. Of, it's like wheel of fortune. You only win like thirty five hundred bucks if you win wheel of fortune. Yeah, but it's you like, can win like a boat. Yeah. Yeah, I'll but do. I don't get I don't get out of bed for less than five hundred G's. Yeah. Or yeah. maybe a quarter mil for in the Master Chef trophy. <laughs> oh man, new app tonight. I can't wait to so fire it up. So fucking jized. Let's talk about the, games though. Who wants to start? Uh, Master Chef is the greatest game. As, I guess as that's it's known. true. Give me that. Uh, Give me that Wii evolved. U mini game collection. Uh, I'd like to talk about something that I have been playing a heck of a lot of this week, and it is a huge surprise to me that I am in, enjoying it as much as I am, and it's the best unreliable narration in games this Ooh. year. I know. That's a big category. That's a real one. And yummy, it, yummy. Uh, it goes to um, Call of Juarez Gunslinger is my is my nominee. Is that out? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's way out. came out last week. Jeez. Um, so if you were as ignorant about this game as I was, uh, I, uh, 
Call of Juarez is kind of a, a an iffy series. Oh. Uh, the first one is okay. The second one is really good. It is all over the place. The second third one. great. The third one is, yeah, the second one is a genuinely great game. Oh, stop. And if you haven't played it's, it, no, it's it great. is. It is not. It's great. It's great. No. It's, have you played it? Yes, I beat the whole game, and okay, it's well, good, but it's, it's not. It's a great game. I think a lot of people went in after the first one was so all over the place. Yeah, went there in. There is perhaps some some confirmation bias there, but uh, yeah. the, there is uh, it, it is a great game. Call of War is the cartel. Oh, an abomination. Such a gem. Oh, I Before thought God and Man. That was the one I really liked because of the I lo- they few games since Lucky and Wild have truly mastered the art of getting a segment where you're driving in a car and also shooting from it. And oh, Call of Call of Call of Juarez, uh, the cartel really nailed that. I thought this episode of the Best Thieves is sponsored by Aura Frames. All right, so. You know, there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy. I'm sure immediately names jump to your mind. Those are the sorts of people that you would say, oh, maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house, but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that. That is where Aura Frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box. You have the account set up. You just have to connect it to their Wi-Fi. And once that's done, everything happens over the internet. So you can add new photos, you can do whatever you want, and it all works completely smoothly. I set it up for my grandmother, who's 95 years old. I set it up for my mom, who's 70 years old. And they both love their Aura frames, and they love seeing the pictures and new photos of the family all being added without them having to do anything. So I'd highly recommend it. I'm really, really happy with it. And right now... You can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. It is an abomination. So Call of War as Gunslinger is a downloadable game. It, uh does not involve the McCall family, which have what? sort of been the connective tissue of the... Of <laughs> I the need series. to discover his Native American roots. Um, you're, you're playing as uh, bounty hunter Silas Graves, who uh, is, is sort of a legend of the Old West in the fiction of the game, and he uh, sidles up to a bar to spin his yarns for a, a group of, of he, uh, bar patrons. He saddles um, a building? No, he sidles... Oh, I thought you said he's I think up. you I think you belly up to a bar. No, it's sidles. Uh, anyway, uh, it is a first-person shooter, much like the other ones. Uh, the, the sort of structure of the game is that you're uh, on the hunt for someone that did you wrong. Uh, but throughout the game, you're meeting up with all these legends of the Old West, like Billy the Kid and um, uh, Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. Billy Joel. Like that. Billy Joel. Uh, uh, David Cassidy from Kung Fu. Awesome. Uh, Butch Cassidy from Kung Fu. The train f- from 310 to Yuma. <laughs> the train <laughs> from so Back to the Future 3. <laughs> so many greats. Uh, and the story is all told uh, via narration from Silas Greaves, a- an older Silas Greaves telling his his youthful tales. Uh, and as he is telling the story, um, it's constant narration. So 
uh, similar, I guess, to, to Bastion is, is the best sort of comparison I can make. Uh, but in, in this game, Silas will often be uh, challenged on his story. And when he is, he will sometimes revise it, which can sometimes cause the level around you to, like, rebuild. Oh. Like, enemies can disappear and, and stuff like that because he forgot a detail or got something wrong or changed something just to see if people were paying attention. Um which is super So who's challenging him? There's people at the bar who some of them, uh, you know, don't believe that he is even the real Silas Greaves. Some of them just don't believe some of the, 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 the grander elements of the story. Um, the game's action is super arcadey, so everything's points-focused. There's a combo meter for uh, quick, success- successive kills, and you also get extra points for skillful kills like killing someone who's running, or headshots, or explosive kills, stuff like that's that. That's how the Wild West was. That's how the that's how it was in the Old West. There's one um, there's one neat little little thing where uh, if you get shot and it's the shot that's going to kill you, uh, you can actually dodge it at the last second. Everything will slow down. Like time crisis it. is what it feels uh, like. Is that is that a thing? Well, is in that, time crisis, you like a... step on the pedal and the bullets kind of miss you, but it has that same like weird first person look where time slows down and you actually see the bu- the bullets coming at you. Yeah, and it, that's a refillable thing that you can't do that often. So if you really get in the shit, that's it's not going to help you. Uh, other cool things: there is a uh, there are these collectible nuggets of truth in each level where you can um, you find out the actual historical basis for each of the levels. Like you see a photo of the person that. <laughs> you're meeting up with and you learn about their life story which is kind of a neat and then you thing. eat them and then you eat the nuggets of truth and they give you superpowers are they covered in um, honey or barbecue sauce yes uh there's uh <laughs> honey, there's honey barbecue is honey bar honey barbecue casey masterpiece flavor oh uh barbecue sauce. um there's a uh, upgradable skill trees that you use your points on no, 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 no. i want to go back to the narration stuff because that was okay. your best of uh this sounds pretty familiar, actually. It's not the first game that Gears of had... War. Shut up, Chris Plant. Gears of War. I was, I was doing a slow build no, no, no. to my eventually good point. No, no. But yeah, we've seen unreliable narrators in another game that came out this year. Which one? I believe it was called Gears of War Judgment. Oh, and right. it was almost exactly what you're talking about, which is to say you would... Well, it was optional, so that it sounds like it's different it's because here it sounds like it's forced, right? though. What? It it's, probably it, is better in Gunslinger. It is. Uh, there's it, something about the there's something about the idea of having a narrator for a game constantly that really appeals to me, and I haven't quite gotten to the root of it yet. Um, it, it, I, I think it helps first off connect you more to the protagonist because it's not something you get in uh, in a lot of first person shooter games. Um, but there's also something I, I, it's hard to describe. It feels kind of uh, it makes you feel like someone's in control of the story mm-hmm. a bit more. It makes it feel a bit more. Um, I, I, I don't in know a, what the word. Do you guys yeah. know what I'm getting? In a weird at? way, yeah, I yeah. feel the opposite though. What, what I like about is it somehow feels like you're writing the story in a weird way. Like you're doing these things, and it's being what you're doing is being described, and it feels like I'm almost like cementing it in a certain yeah. way. Um, here's the difference between it and gears is. Gears uses that narration to explain away the difficulty mode that has been added. Do you remember this? Like, you could play in one way, and then, like, extra difficult options would come up and be like, oh, this is actually what really happened. These are the classified events. Well, here, it just makes the the game fun. 
uh, straight through instead of making you choose between one or two. So, I don't know, the game's more in control of what you're seeing. You don't feel like you're getting, like, you're missing anything by choosing one or the other. Yeah, well, in Gears, it sort of felt like you'd be dumb to not pick the yeah. option uh, to the point where it almost felt like, why is it even an option? Like, why would you not pick the more fun way to play through the mission? The other thing is, in Gunslinger, most of the game is broken into vignettes. Uh, so you're kind of like meeting a new famous cowboy, and it's easier to keep track of the story uh, because, one, most of them are famous events, so you kind of may already know a little bit about it, or by reading these truth nuggets, or can, by, by chewing on them and actually putting them in your belly, you, you learn what the frame of these like little sequence, what the, what the story is supposed to be. Uh, so I felt it was easier to keep track of uh, all the balls that are in the air compared to Gears where I'm always just like totally dumbfounded why I'm killing things. Yeah, it feels very much like a greatest hits of his career. I mean, they're, 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 it is the most exciting things that happened to him, and that's, and that's it. There's not a lot of thread you have to, to gather up to get from thing to thing. I mean, it is, it is very condensed. Um, and the action is great. There's a, actually an arcade mode you can do where the, the levels are much more filled with enemies. They're jam-packed, and you can usually in most of the scenarios keep a combo going for the entire thing so that that's really addictive is like you get you know three-fourths way through and your combo breaks and you you know restart it so you can get that great combo that that will lead you through the entire thing get your better rating and i yeah i have, I have one question hit yeah. me is there an appearance by ladder goat if there's not an appearance by Ladder Goat, <laughs> oh, I love Ladder Goat. I'm not yeah. interested. Ladder in Goat the title. was great. I, I wish that would have been nice. No Ladder Goats in this. Oh, why even play it then? Uh, talking about this game just makes me want to play the the club. Remember that game, man? Oh God, that game was so good. Is it like the club? Game? Well, I mean, it has the like combo scorekeeping system. Yeah, it's kind of like the club. Okay. And also, uh, what is it? Four, Four minute long load screens. Yeah, <laughs> it had. Oh yeah, yeah. some great low res textures. Uh, it is actually you're super vulnerable, so you die a lot uh, if you don't play smart. Uh, but the like the reloading super quick, and sometimes he'll even make a comment like, oh, I, "Wait a minute, it didn't happen like that." I'm pretty sure I lived through it. Oh, and there are duels. There are duels. Oh, that the duels you, uh, are good. They're really good. You you keep a focus on the enemy with the right stick, and keep your hand over <laughs> your gun with the left stick. So it's and and all the whole time you're keeping an eye on the enemy, waiting for him to draw on you. Uh, and you can actually draw early, uh, but you get fewer points, and it's marked as yeah. a dishonorable kill. And then you get sent off to West Virginia, and you have to serve in the sheriff's office. That's real what? nice, Russ. That's real nice. That's not that's not a region that is already you know beleaguered in literally every other way imaginable. Let's a, go ahead. No, let's go ahead and a throw TV some. Show. Oh, it's a, no, it's no, great. I'm so happy. Justified. I was I was referencing Justified. Justified does take place in West uh, Virginia, a, so no, no. Oh, wait, you're adult. It's actually in Kentucky. <laughs> it's all the same to you, isn't it? Oh, um, anyway, it really is all the same to me, to be honest. Who else wants to talk about a thing? I need to get. I need a palate cleanser to get Russ's hate taste. Griffin, out, I know. think you should go next. Well, um, oh yeah, because mine's not very good. Um, my best this week is the best killer app for the Wii U that I purchased over the weekend for some reason. Uh, what? And that, and that is Super Metroid. No, no. I love that game. Wait, sorry. Before you get there, can you talk me through how this happened? I'll, t- I'll talk to you about it, I, I, and I will. And you may judge me. The listeners at home may judge me. Uh huh. But 
um, there were there were, there were really two reasons. One, <laughs> you like new things. I like new things. Three reasons then. Wait, are we describing why you bought a Wii U in the first place, or why you bought Super Metroid? No, why well, I bought this for you? I bought Super okay. Metroid because it was thirty fucking cents. Yep. Like, what? why would I not buy it? Um, I I love what Nintendo's doing up on that 3DS. Really, yeah. I think this is going to be like a crazy, really good year for the 3DS. Um, I know Iwata's going to drop that bomb eventually on the Wii U, and I want to be a member of the winning team, if that makes sense. <laughs> um, so you're really, hedging the reason, your bets. The reason I bought it... Griffin's taking all the good tables as everybody's leaving. He's just like putting his coat <laughs> on the chairs, and he's going to have a really nice setup, but everybody tries to get back into the club. Honestly, one of the reasons I bought it is that I wanted to be psyched for for Nintendo's presence at E3. As fucked up as that sounds, like, mm. I, I, I got so excited by the PS4 and Xbox One events, mm-hmm. um, and I, I'm similarly excited by the Nintendo Directs that have happened over the past few months, where they've announced, like, a shit ton of 3DS games. Um, I guess I just kind of wanted to have that sense of excitement for for the Wii U platform as well. Does that make any sense to you guys at all? Hey, do you no. know, is that game where you're a little kid in the city where all the, like, Godzilla monsters live? Is that coming yeah. out in America? Um, um uh, Yeah, I think so. Is that a I, Wii U or a 3DS game? I think it's 3DS. It's a, oh, never mind. Yeah, I you, thought, you no, a it's a Wii U game. That game you played at E3 last year? No, or? that was, no, that's, that's, that's not the it. wonderful, Let's, yeah. Um, Super Metroid, though. Uh-huh. And and maybe all all good virtual console titles on the Wii U um, have kind of sold me on what I didn't expect to be the Wii U's biggest like feature for me. Like I've played the Wii U at Justin's house before. Like I I know what it's capable of. Um, but I super dig the thing I did not think I was going to dig uh, the the off screen gamepad only play. I think it is the absolute best thing about that console so far. Um, until some more games come out for it. The <laughs> fact that I can put Super Metroid in my lap while me and my fiance watch Amazing Race on the Xbox. Okay, follow-up question. Isn't Super Metroid already on the eShop for 3DS? Oh, God, no. Oh, I thought it was. No, sir. No, Aren't there's there a, a bunch of S- Super NES games on 3DS? There are absolutely zero. You're out of your fucking mind. Really? Yeah. Yeah, dog. Wow, there's... I have not looped in. There were some NES games on there. There's a lot of Game Boy, Game Boy Color. I don't know if there are Game Boy Advance games for sale. I know that there were a ton of, as a part of the um, Ambassadors program, so. which which I still have on my 3DS XL. Um, but I don't. There's no N64 games the on there. Story? There's no NES okay, games. N64 I can sort of get because there might be some like porting issue. But for a game that's 20 years old, yeah, there's like, I, there's no reason. Um, Super Mario RPG, Chrono Trigger, yep. Super Wait, Metroid. Like these are games I would definitely in a heartbeat get. Sure. You realize um, the Nintendo 64 was almost 20 years ago. Like, it's not that yeah. far away. I was talking like, about what, the Super NES. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying like the idea that that plan is saying that the 3DS N64 is. Crazy. Similarly aged. Yeah. Um, well, the N64 introduces a lot of controller issues. I mean, yeah. The, with the SNES, it's it's a perfect analog to the the control layout of the yeah. of the 3DS. But um, the I, I I so I've I've been playing a lot of Super Metroid mainly because it is 30 cents. Um, I think. Kirby's Did you find the ball? That's kind of tough to find. 
No, I didn't. I'm actually doing a, what's called a no-ball playthrough. It's a no-ball speed <laughs> run where you play through the whole game without getting the ball. No-ball, that's nuts. Uh, that one is trademarked <laughs> for, for Russ Rare. You can't have that one. That one was not part of the original stipend, if there's any Rare employees listening. Um, I, I don't know. I just like the idea. I've done it a lot with... Uh, I also picked up Scribblenauts, which I, I read some mm. not-so-great reviews for that game, and it is an absolute fucking delight treat mm. little morsel sweet piece i <laughs> love that game it has do you guys know about the multiplayer mode for that game yes no you create objects with the pad and you you know you control the game as normal with the game pad and you create objects using that um and then another player with the wiimote can possess any object you create and control it so like you can make a, a bear with a jetpack and then player two can just control that bear with a jetpack and just sort of fly around the level helping you out like some sort of guardian angel. Crush, you, um, you played this. You, you remember that, right? Uh, at E3 last year, no, yes. No, when we were reviewing the game. Scribblenauts? Yeah. No, false. Yeah, yeah, false. Because you got mad. You got very mad, and then you said you weren't going that to doesn't sound like any more of the Wii U games. Okay. No. Yeah. I'm very level-headed. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I, I also do not remember perfect. playing it. I dig that, like, I, I played a lot of New Super Mario Brothers Wii U on the gamepad yeah. while I can like do other shit. Though I I just the way I consume media and I know that this I think we've talked about this before and somebody on this podcast thought it was fucking crazy, but like I like to play video games while I watch TV. And gamepad support like allows me to do that while playing a a console game, which has never happened before outside of, you know, like picture in picture, which I have actually fucked with. Yeah, I think it's a good I like I completely agree I play video games when I'm watching TV as well and that's why I play Vita and 3DS while watching TV absolutely it's weird though because when you say console games pretty much every Wii U game I'm, I wouldn't say that but a lot of the Wii, these Wii U games especially the ones you've listed mm-hmm. seem like they could just as easily run on the 3DS or the Vita so the experience of playing a quote unquote console game isn't really accurate because you could just be playing these games. On Maybe I mean, I mean, if you want, if you want to, it's talk not like you're playing Halo on sure. your lap. Um, but I mean, you do have a much much larger display than you do on the 3DS and the Vita. You do have, you know, more sophisticated controls than you have on any of the portable platforms that you mentioned. I and mean, touch. there are there are differences. Um, Back touch. And and honestly, I feel like a reason that you're saying that is just because there's not many Wii U games out there. That's true. Um. So yeah, like it's it's been a surprising like I haven't played Nintendo Land very much because I haven't had like people over to to play with the thing and it doesn't seem like a very fun single player experience, but I have played like the gamepad only games quite a bit. Like those have been the things that I've spent most of my time on and like I don't know, I dig it. I, I enjoy it quite a bit. Okay. Do you, I won't how, remind what's you your that overall you had... review of the of the oh, it's a three experience so far. It's bad. It's a bad. Okay. It's not a good one. I just, I just, I just need those games. I'm trying to get hyphy for them, and that that hope, that hope for hyphiness, is what is going to carry me through E3. I can't believe you can't get excited about game releases unless you actually own the console. Um, that makes no. It's sense. just it, it helps actually. Actually, yeah, that thing you just said is bullshit. Of course, no, that's why the, you get excited. Honestly, the, how I, it works for me, I saw that the um, Nintendo 3DS lineup for this year was amazing, and I went out and bought an XL because I thought it was worth it. 
That's sure. what normal people do is they wait for evidence and then they act on that evidence. But see, I'm they, all about that buildup, baby. I'm all about the foreplay. I like it. And okay. I like being excited about excitement. And that's what mm. purchasing a Wii U when it's still a fat, fat sturd allows me to do. <laughs> do you invest in stocks? Are you, you now every it? time? I, I, no, I don't invest in stocks. I invest in dreams. I invest in hopes and I invest in dreams. And fucking <laughs> now every time I watch Nintendo Direct, I can have those high, high hopes that Iwata's going to be like, check it out, Pokemon Wii U. Oh, yeah, so. that's going to happen. <laughs> Maybe it will happen, Chris. <laughs> okay. All these lovely. haters. Super Metroid is also a super good game. Have you guys played that one? Oh, my God. It's one of my favorite games of all time. Cool. Hey, guys, uh, quick question. Shoot. It's the second best game on the SNES, in my opinion. Sure. I would agree with that. Oh, well, no, I think it's the best game on the SNES. Excuse me. Uh, excuse me. I just need to confirm. Are you saying it's better than Legend of Zelda Link to the Past? I, I am saying that, yes. Guys, Earthbound's better than all of them. Let's get to my Super quick Metroid question. Metroid is phenomenal. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you go get a phone. You just want a phone. Talk to your friends and family. You're not asking so much. Then you get these contracts. And you get ripped off because you got all this fine print little details and all of a sudden they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech. You know, the contract may sound good uh, up front, but there's always some sort of catch. You know who's not going to do that to you? Not going to pull that nonsense? Mint Mobile. Their wireless plans. There is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. You want to pay hundreds of dollars for, like, literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan? Or do you want to have a nice, easy solution save some, put the bucks back in your pocket, pay 15 bucks a month? Say bye to your overpriced wireless plan's jaw-dropping monthly bills. The unexpected overages sound familiar? To get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month. Go to mintmobile.com slash besties. That's mintmobile.com slash besties. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Y'all, you already know how much I love our sponsor of the week, rocket money they make it so easy to get your personal finances on track especially stop worrying about all these subscriptions that you have that you don't necessarily need keep the ones you want get rid of the rest here's how it works rocket money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions monitors your spending and helps lower your bills they'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20 percent all you have to do is take a picture of your bill and rocket money takes care of the rest that might sound too good to be true i have tried it myself on multiple different monthly payments i have and it's worked which is incredible and so much easier than getting on the phone with all these companies and trying to wrangle this yourself rocket money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of 720 dollars a year with over 500 million dollars in canceled subscriptions so cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com besties that's rocketmoney.com besties 
rocketmoney.com slash besties. Can we talk about plant, what Plant's been doing last week, or is that no, going to well, send him to jail? Oh, no, I can't talk about that. That would be <laughs> illegal, and I would go to jail. Um, Boo. But I can say I've been on the set of Law & Order. That's about what? all What? Yeah, and Blue Bloods, for you, you CBS folk, <laughs> you like 80-year-old yeah, that, great, that great part of the Venn diagram that combines <laughs> CBS viewers and besties <laughs> listeners. Oh boy! Uh, you guys watch that Bachelorette? No, what do you can't. think about Dez? God. Come I on, think guys! Fucking boring. Talk about what you love and what you know. When I started Dez. watching Bachelorette with my friends, we made fajitas and I ate them, and I got diarrhea instantly, and I missed <laughs> almost the entire episode. We made tacos. <laughs> no way! Well, we made fajita tacos. Did yours give you horrible, horrible diarrhea? <laughs> no, but I I ate Italian last night, and that gave me the barfs. Have you ever had oh, that? Were you God. too much Parmesan? <laughs> oh, sure, no. sure. Let's yeah. talk about something else. Why don't, we, why don't we each go around and say what we're most excited to see at E3? Okay. That's fun. Pokemon X and Y, you fucking idiots, of course. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but don't you feel it's just 3D Pokemon? No, you're fuck. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Stop. How many starters are there? There are six divided by what? two. What? You're lying. Um... <laughs> They're actually doing a whole... So, like, you know how the Nintendo does a developer's roundtable every year? The year they announced yep. the 3DS, that's when they announced Ocarina of Time. Um, they are doing a whole roundtable about Pokemon X and Y. I could not be more psyched. Question one. Is the format and gameplay of the game identical to the last 19 Pokemon games that have come out? Uh, I would love to live in a world where 19 different Pokemon generations... Not games. I'll say generations <laughs> have come out. Um, number two... Yeah, you're gonna eat your words. I don't know why, but you will do it because you're wrong. It's gonna be new. It's gonna freshen up the whole thing. Do you think they're just gonna add one type, one new type, and that's gonna be? They are talking. There are rumors of a fairy type, which is like everything is already so intricately balanced as is that if we add this fairy type in, I mean, it is. They already had fairy types. They're called Clefairy. Well, that's the thing. People are assuming that. That the Clefairy would be migrated from normal to fairy type. Shut your mouth. Yeah. Also, who wants to play as normal? Normals are the worst. Um, Justin, what are you looking forward to? I'm not oh done. Oh, God. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead, Griffin. There's gotta be something. Um, I, I just hope there's a new Pikachu. I, I still get, like, hella excited for press conferences. I, I know that's... I know that it's goofy, and I know that it represents sort of a dying industry that is collapsing under the weight of its own hubris, but uh, I still really look forward to, you know, all the just one more thing, drop the bombs. Yeah, the dad, from, that has cr- been, the dad from Christmas Story, there's one last present behind the Yeah, behind exactly, the and that's been such a, like, the the rise and fall between my expectations and reality in the past like two years of E3 press conferences could could rival the summit of Everest. Well, it is it is very Plant it, and it, Plant and I covered the Ubisoft press conference last year, which I don't know if you guys remember, was fucking baller. It was that was when they announced they announced Watch Dogs, Aisha Tyler hosted, and I think she is this year She's, too. Yeah. I don't know. My hopes are actually kind of low for it this year because, like, what else can they possibly have up? Well, they had the advantage of showing the only next-gen game at all of E3 last year. I guess that's true. That, that's a pretty good way to go. Which press conference are you most jized about, Justin? <laughs> Xbox, baby. What? 
They're always so boring. They're like they start out as like a cult hearing, and then it gets just increasingly dull. I mean, I I think that uh, I think that both Sony and and uh, and Microsoft will have a great press conference because they're going to see a lot of new franchises. Uh, I think EA's. I'm looking forward to see what they're doing oh, with Star Wars franchise. No. Well, they can't talk about it. They're they're not even. Not, yeah, no, they haven't even started it. developing. Yeah, they're, but they're, revi- they're revealing their Star Wars games. They announced that. They'll tell me lies. Tell me sweet little lies. <laughs> Guys. EA, EA's press conferences are really tough to get through. I I would agree with Justin, if only because I feel like Xbox has the most mystery to it because so little of the games were revealed during their yeah. first outing. Do you remember the time that they made all of us dress up like the KKK and break <laughs> into a poor family's house? I do remember that because I had a stomach flu. Oh, yeah, oh, and you needed to barf and poo everywhere. Wait, was... why do you think they were a poor family? No, I mean like a poor as in like all oh, those poor souls. Not like yeah, why do you poor, think they're not poor? Not like they didn't have enough money. They had, they clearly had a very nice house because they had giant windows and they had an Xbox Connect like months before and, it came out. And West Elm furniture. It was very yeah, nice. It was very nice. Here's something that you won't learn about uh, press conferences watching at home, uh, especially the EA conference. Uh, they're so loud. Oh, they super are loud. fucking e- EA deafening. is the loudest thing yep. you will ever hear. I mean, it is unpleasant physical violence loud it's, like it's not just that it's it's not just that the volume of the speakers is turned up this is something you can't it's so subtle you can't hear it over a, a web stream but peter moore is fucking yelling like ea sports is gonna deliver fire on all cylinders this year football touchdowns but they I have, think they to have those the gamer chairs high. Yeah, they need it high because they're gonna bring out all those athletes who always come out on stage and like the biggest guys in the world and they come out and like They're not public speakers. No. Pele comes out and he's like, I heard you would like to talk about a soccer's. It's like, you, you wouldn't believe what I've done to women over my career. Oh, man. Do you guys remember when Pele and Joel McHale were on stage oh. at the Ubisoft press conference of the worst, the worst 10 minutes of my whole life? Oh, uh, that was the same one with the, the, uh, we, what is it, laser tag. That was the best Ubisoft press conference. Oh, Battle ever. Tag? Battle Tag was so dope. Um, what else? Did that ever come out? Yeah, uh, it, only it did. Came out, like, in, in Canada. Canada, <laughs> Canada exclusive. Uh, Plant, Fresh Chick, what are you guys looking forward to? I'm looking for, wait, looking forward to? I, I thought we had moved on. I thought we were Last Guardian. Last Guardian's it's gonna happen. not happening. Shut up. It's going to come out. No, it's, it's going to come out during E3. They're just going to do a simultaneous <laughs> release on Vita. Look under your chairs, <laughs> bitches. Please don't play it. On PlayStation Mobile. PlayStation 2. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I- I'm looking forward to seeing what Xbox has. I don't think Sony, game-wise, is going to have too many surprises. Uh, you know, they'll have the infamouses and the kill zones and the drive clubs. but uh, That's the only reason I'm not more excited yeah. about Sony is that they... The the things that they kicked off with at their their announce were just so the same unappealing to me. I mean, it's like, man, the, what is the point of this technology if this is what you guys are doing? But that's the thing is like their mainstay franchises have. I mean, I don't want to sound partial, but the mm-hmm. Infamous, I will say, I actually liked both of those Infamous games. I, I think they're really well made yeah, games. Except for the but Killzone, they stuff. keep they keep okay. Settle down. They keep trotting yeah. out. The kill zone as like kill zone being their halo 
I don't know. Maybe I'm. But smoking you know what's crack. fucked up? Resistance might be their Halo. Resistance Three yeah. was a fucking terrific game, except, well, for, except that for the last level. level. Oh, yeah. get off your fucking high. But it was a very good game, and I would have been much more excited to see something, uh, even just I don't know. Nah, I want to say a new franchise, but they showed off Knack, so never mind. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> here's my 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 worry is that we're gonna go right, and they're gonna show us all these new games. And they're just going to be more of the same type of games that could run on my Xbox right now, just prettier. Like, they're not actually games that take advantage of the technology in any interesting way other than the graphics. Okay, what, what would you want? That's not my job. My job is. is to use the to know what the future of games looks <laughs> His like. His job is to hate indiscriminately. I don't know. No, what I, no, it's just. What is a stronger processor? I, I, I've, do I've said for... this about like the 360, right? With with Earth Defense Force, when I played that, and I know it's not a pretty game, when I was able to like blow up an entire city, I was like, wow, this is what a next generation game feels like. Or even Crackdown, where I was able to like run and j- go through Grand Theft Auto, but run and jump through it. Uh, it just felt bigger and more powerful and like something. Yeah, but th- there's going to be sh- more shadows though. Yeah, that, I, well, I feel like most of what we're going to see is better lighting. Like I feel really I f- great lighting. I feel what you're saying, Plant, but there is also a part of me that I didn't know existed until I actually reviewed Defiance across all platforms. Yeah. <laughs> um, where I am actually psyched for a performance increase on the new console oh, yeah, because me like too. it 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 isn't it wasn't until I started playing. PC version or console versions of PC games, <laughs> or vice versa, that I realized that like our consoles are yeah. fucking terrible. Metro Last Light on consoles. I, I, I've been I've been trying to play yeah. that. I got it on GameFly, and like it's 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 fucking miserable. It's it like so so sluggish that I just I'm about to send it right back. That's not right a performance thing. That's I'm just probably the not pacing, being but... fair too because I haven't played a game that is on PC and console on console since. October of last year. Well, yeah, since you got a PC that was more powerful than God. <laughs> yeah. Um, Great. Yeah. You, speaking of, this seems like the opportunity for a seamless transition to Segway. Metro. Last Light. Do you want to say what your your best of? We're Fresh and I are both bringing it, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do a, a second half of the show is all Metro. I'll do it's mine first, and you can do okay. your dumb thing. My thing's great. My thing, far more interesting than Plant's dumb thing. I bet it's not going to be well-rounded, and you're just going to end up talking about the game. The, oh, the no. competition's back. It's back, Boom. everybody. You wanted it. The, yeah. the best mask simulation in video game history okay. brought to you by Metro Last Light. I'm going to give you a minute to talk about this. So here's the thing. And I'm just going to say Kid Chameleon right now. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Metro, the original Metro, from what I understand, had masks in it, mm-hmm. but I never played it, so we're going to pretend that that didn't happen. Oh, great. And I just played this one. There's some really... So essentially, as some of you might know, the game is set in a post-apocalyptic Russia, and... <laughs> oh, my God. Did, were, you not, were you not sure? sure? Pretty sure it's Russia. <laughs> that is the most Russian-ass game that anyone ever... That's the most Russian-ass piece of media I ever hesitated made. only because... After the US- USSR broke up, I'm a little confused about like what things are called. Well, the Nazis probably threw you off too, right? Uh, spoilers. Anyway, um, <laughs> so it, since it's since it's radiated and all that stuff, uh, you need to wear a mask. Um, by the way, masks don't help a ton against radiation because they can go go into your ears, but that's neither here nor there. Um, and when you're wearing a mask, there's actually a dedicated wipe your mask button. Because constantly when you're going through the world, 
like whether you're just being slashed by a giant insect or whether you fall into a swamp, there's just crap constantly flying on your screen, like, or like spiders crawling across your mask and stuff like that, and you constantly have to wipe it off. And I've thought it was kind of like odd at first, but now I'm like, I find it super, a super cool way to like get you into this world and make you feel like you have like a tactical, like control over the, or not tactical, but tactile, like control over this world in that you're constantly like brushing crap off your mask. Um, I, Metroid Prime did it. This game but does it, was, it like way better. It was automatic though in Metroid Prime, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Metroid Prime did stuff like you'd like, there'd be a bright See light in front of you and it reflection. would like light up her face. Yeah. But this game, it feels way more, yeah, interactive and, and way more complimentary to the environment you're in. Do you I have... I say my, my best of because yours is like a seed in the watermelon that is my best. Well, let me ask one, let me ask one question of Russ real quick. Yeah. Because... You you said it's a great simulation of what it's like to wear a mask, but yep. like if you get if like a some sort of mutant space bug poops into your eyes, yeah, that it doesn't seem like you would just be able to just press left bumper and then er, like it's gone. Like it seems like Why? you would need to carry your well. It seems like you would need to carry around like like a roll of of bounty. No, you, it seems like you just, he would need some sort of. It seems like he would need some sort of solution to apply to the mask. It seems like he would have to have some sort of fibrous cloth. Well, it's funny you should it. mention that because actually, so what you would expect is okay. You have this button to clean off your mask, and essentially hitting the button equals instant, perfectly clean, clean mask. Yeah. But as it happens, just hitting it once might like leave some streaks. Okay, that's what I'm wondering. It might not is there, fully clean it. Is there residue? There is absolutely residue, and sometimes so is, you have to hit it a couple times, and even then it won't be fully cleaned off. Is there a Gears of War-esque active reload option where if you hit the clean button just perfectly, you'll get out that roll of bounty, you'll get out some pledge, and you'll just fucking go to town? Maybe DLC, but I haven't seen anything in the main Is game. there an obsessive-compulsive difficulty setting where, like, you just can't, you just fucking can't go There's on until nothing it is you can do. absolutely perfectly clean? You actually play as Mark Summers in that version. Oh, oh, the irony! You have to go and shoot the last, the last monster. Like, there's a puddle of mud. It is not happening, my friend. Wait, I that's not, not a puddle of mud. Is that a Mark Summers? That's reference? a mouthful of gak. <laughs> <laughs> Reach up the giant nose. Or anyway, that that was my best thing of the okay. week. Is here's this my mask. best of that has your keep it in it narrow. No, it what? it's not as narrow because that's boring. Mine is the best use of life's mundanity to build tension in a video game. And it includes... Modernity? Mundanity. Oh, so it's Mon- mundane. Mundane. Mundanity? Okay. Mundanity? I don't think... I hate Mon- this fucking podcast. Okay, you know what? Here we go. Mun- mun- mundanity. Um, Mundusness. Oh, there it is. Um, So... You get to wipe your, your, your face, right? So that's really cool. But you also get to have tasks like pumping your air-powered weapon uh, and pumping the power uh, for your lights or your, uh, your, your UV spectacles. There's a lot of uh, prepping for battle in the game so that you basically have to be ready for a scenario. And sometimes you'll find yourself halfway through... Uh, getting 
for shooting people, and they'll be alerted to your 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 place, and you have to go hide to go pump up your gun or pump up your light or uh, wipe off your mask or cha- change out your air filter in your mask. Yep. There's just lots of activities to do that aren't shooting people that builds. It's, it's essentially like it's, if you've ever used a super soaker before, pretty well, much that. Sure. I mean, it's the rule of like a horror game, right? That by making a task more difficult, you actually build tension. Uh, which maybe unintentionally like with like the old Resident Evil game because it was difficult to control. There is this added sense of tension. In that sense, my console version of Metro Last Light adds quite a bit of tension because it runs like a fucking dumpster poop. It looks so gorgeous. I am afraid to see what it would look like on a 360 because it is a pretty... It looks fine. Game. It's just like one of one of the clunkier... I don't think it's performance issues because I'm playing it on console as well. I think it's honestly like the controls are just sluggish. Like it feels like you're aiming. Like I had to mess with the sensitivity of the aiming to even play it. Like they didn't even think that that was a good, like it's very weird and slow. Um, It's interesting. I I get what Plant is saying. I mean, essentially when you're playing a Call of Duty game, all you have to do to prep for a fight is like dock and then reload. Press reload, yeah. But here, what you're doing is you have to worry about reloading. You have to worry about charging your flashlight up. You have to worry about cleaning your mask off. Changing you got to call filter. your dad because it's his birthday. And yeah. you <laughs> don't want to shoot too much because you have limited bullet supplies. And certain bullets are actually your uh, your money, your currency. Yeah, but so, you also have to like... No, okay. The currency thing is cute. But here's the thing. It's is not that as no one difficult as it was in the previous one. Yeah, no one's going to switch. So essentially, the uh, way they, the currency is like equals super bullets. You can use super bullets for money, or you can use super bullets to kill things ultra fast. No one in their right mind is going to use super bullets to kill things fast, because why would you I'll do waste it. them that way? But I'll fucking no. do it. You got you to shoot money to make money. That's what, that's what yeah. Jay-Z told me. <laughs> but his, his interpretation was more literal. He, he, I don't know if you guys know this about Jay-Z. He will actually shoot stacks of money. With a, he'll get a gun and he's got like a big T-shirt cannon. He'll just put wadded up hundreds in there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just blast them. He um, thinks he's actually making the money that showers back to earth. That's it. <laughs> that's the that's Jay Z's secret. He also Jay Z has the memory of a goldfish. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> so when the money comes down, he's like, "Where where did all this come from?" It's like you shot it into the air with your cannon, Jay Z. I have no memory of this. Yeah. Oh, and also, I I just like that it's a shooter where <laughs> instead of like cutscenes. You just go to a town and listen to people talk. Uh, and you can just sit there. You can watch an entire theater performance. And there's just lots of stuff to see and, and enjoy. Or you can just walk right through it. Like, I, I didn't have too much... I don't think you'd have too much trouble following the story if you didn't, you know, sit and stare and overhear every conversation that happens. Yeah, I, the one thing I haven't gotten... So it's in Russia, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's pretty much the one thing I wasn't sure about. Oh, okay. So. Did you, did the... was. The Nazis. Is that is that what threw you off? No. Were you like, maybe this is Germany? There are Nazis here? No. It was the accents. I've, I constantly confuse, like, Russian and Australian and, like, Japanese and, like, um... <laughs> and I would have said Austrian. I would have maybe understood. <laughs> That's what I said. Oh, yeah? I thought... Oh, th- uh, yeah. Aust- Austria is basically, like, a more northwestern version of Australia. You should oh, really, yeah. like, read a book or, like, watch The Amazing Race. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I would so I would fucking excel at that show. Everyone says that. Everyone who watches a reality show thinks they would be the best at it. 
Uh, that's not true. Running. If I was on Survivor, I would be dead in an afternoon. <laughs> not, I mean, it would be literal Survivor for me. I'd be sucking on Bark to try to get a Wi-Fi signal out of it. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know who won this week. Uh, I mean, it's a real close one, a squeaker, but I think Griffin won. Griffin did do a great presentation. Ah, man, guys, I appreciate it, but I just feel like I just feel like you guys are giving it to me because you know I'm having a hard year. Um, <laughs> I think I liked Justin's the best because it, it. I had no fucking idea that a this game is out and b that it was worth its weight in dog shit. And apparently, it is. It is both. It's more than it's it's weight in dog shit. Apparently, but I mean, if you guys want to overrule me to to make me the the king, no, I think you won. Okay. Well, D- wait. Did you hear the thing about my mask though? Ugh, yeah. Kid Chameleon already won Kid it. Kid Chameleon beat you on that. I don't Majora's even, Mask. There was a mask in that game? What? It's only masks. W- what about the mask? The mask has <sighs> better mask usage. Uh, mask Majora's Mask is actually worse because that's not a good game. There's a... There was a video game that they made about uh, Mask, the movie about the uh, the Rocky. Like Mobile, like Mobile Armored Strike Command or... Or Jim Carrey or Rocky Dennis. Rocky Dennis. Thank you. Okay. What about masking tape? Does that have anything to do with masks? Yeah, just, just, you just don't stop. You just don't know when to. I say Griffin. Woo! Congratulations, Griffin. Congratulations to you for getting to listen to this. <laughs> uh, we'll be back, of course, next Friday uh, with another episode um, pre E3, right before things get deep things get real uh so make sure you join us for that if you uh haven't visited our website recently polygon.com has loads of features and news and reviews pretty much everything one-stop shop for video game media information so go there and check that out you can follow us on twitter at polygon facebook slash polygon youtube slash polygon polygon.com.tumblr.com uh this is a new one plus.google.com forward slash plus sign polygon are there any ampersands or tildes in there <laughs> that listen that's a new short url customized just for us that we got uh we're having a party if you didn't know um if you're in the la area next not this coming sunday but the sunday after we're having a uh, a pre-e3 party uh you can find details on the website so we'd love it if you could join us for that i will try to stay for as long as I can without having a just a full introvert panic attack meltdown um, so we hope you come for that and well, I hope you join us again next Friday for the besties because shouldn't the world's best friends pick the world's best things Bessie!